Joining us now in our studios, we do have a couple of gentlemen, Todd Zender and Gary Frecking, are joining us uh, with uh, that have started a petition, a uh, reverse referendum petition going around. Gentlemen, first of all, thank you so much for uh, coming in today. Much appreciated. We uh, why don't we start off by talking about uh, get a little history on this and what for our listeners what we're talking about is some of the roadwork projects that they have slated uh for this summer not everyone's completely happy with them uh in, including you two gentlemen it's kind of it's kind of one of you that was an understatement yeah. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> we had you in about a month or two ago to talk a little bit about this but kind of refresh our memory and uh with for our listeners out there of uh, how this began and what has been happening so far okay Should I go? yeah go ahead Todd. yeah here, the situation is and we were here actually on march 10th i think the date was and kind of the history was is that uh, at right at the end of December of last year, uh, the neighborhood, and we're talking about the Valley Pond Townhome uh, neighborhood on Heritage and Lincoln Street South, okay? And uh, this is a high-density area of townhomes. So anyway, at the end of December, we discovered, uh, after requesting a meeting with the, Sean Simonson with the city, to understand what exactly they had planned for the street, street reconstruction through this area. And we found out at that point that uh, the uh, plan for the bikeway, which we thought maybe would be an on-street bikeway, and that's what they had shown on the, the, the documentation we had seen, the announcement, had changed to an off-street. So what happened there is that we quickly knew that um, um, there was going to be a January 3rd city council meeting approving this overall street reconstruction plan. Mm-hmm. So we uh, quickly responded to that and put together a petition trying to ask them to pause because when we looked at what they planned to do with this off-street two-way bike lane, it was going to be highly intrusive, and there was extreme concern about the danger of backing out across these. So anyway, that's how this whole thing started, and we have been uh, attending the city council meetings for the last four months in an attempt to uh, change the course of this plan. And unfortunately, we've been unsuccessful. There has been uh, quite a bit of discussion. <laughs> and a, a number of your uh, neighbors and some people who feel the same way uh, that you do uh, out there talking uh, at the uh, different council meetings. But uh, after a lot of discussion, the council said, uh, thanks, but no thanks. We're going to do you know, basically what we want to. Uh, let's fast forward to it, what it is now. And I'm just, um, Gary has just brought in a, a picture of Lincoln Street with lines drawn in of what they uh, uh, what they plan to do. And maybe, Gary, you can yeah. e- explain this a little bit. Uh, yeah. That is... Uh, that's quite a chunk of lawn that they're, <laughs> that's going to well, be Well, a, a picture tells a thousand words. But uh, the idea is that uh, from, the, from the existing curb, we're going to install a, uh, a, a two-way bikeway that's 10 feet wide going up toward the homes, with, then with a, an additional two-foot uh, grass barrier between the bike path and then a sidewalk that's five feet wide. I'm have to so, a so at, at any rate, it uh, it takes up about a half of the of the front yards of all these uh, homes along Lincoln Street and Heritage, and then they will also be moving the uh, curb out into the existing street about eight feet to narrow down the street to close uh, to slow down the traffic. And 
uh, it actually, and eliminate uh, parking all along one side of the street. Um, you know, we've been anxious to have some uh, have the street repairs done. Uh, Thinking about a new look, or just want to freshen up your these things lightly, because we definitely want the streets done. But we just feel like some of these uh, safety and uh, intrusive design issues could be resolved. Now, the um, looking at this, do are there? um, We've heard from some of the people. Uh, talking about their driveways, they're going to have to be responsible for you know snow removal on this bike lane. There seems to be a lot of questions involved. Have those all been answered for you? Um, not to our satisfaction, <laughs> okay. I guess. Uh, but I, I think <laughs> one way of answering it is it seems similar to what we just saw in the in the tw- in the uh, Minneapolis Tribune the past week where a, a similar design was put into place over the same kind of objections as we have had. And after we went through one winter, they're up there tearing it, tearing it out. They've, they've had to take the, the, uh, the improvements back because it didn't work out. Yeah, they weren't because able the street, to get emergency vehicles. Streets uh, were fire too trucks. narrow, snow, yeah. too much snow. Um, and so it just doesn't seem like it really addresses what happens. You know, it's, 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 it's a nice design. Mm-hmm. It looks, it's a design that's made for heavily traveled streets yeah, without crossings and without intersections and without driveways. Yeah, I've, uh, around the time that we talked last time, I went out and yep. took a look at that. That's a wide street to right. begin with. Yeah, plenty of parking. Yep. It's plenty wide. Um, I would imagine that I, I couldn't imagine how wide it would be if you add another maybe 15, 20 feet yeah. to this uh, into people's yards. Anyway, I, yeah, I'm aware we can spend a lot of time re-looking at the past on this. And, you know, it's anybody that looks at it outside the city council and the city staff mm-hmm. agrees that this is... This is a battle against stupid, to be honest with you. Anyway, we've lost that battle, and now we've got to the point. uh, Quickly, after about two months into this, we realized that we were really fighting an ideology. We we have the city council, certain members of the council that are just locked into, I'm going to call a little bit of a fantasy vision of the future. I mean, we're 10, 15 years from now, we'll all be hopping on bicycles to go grocery shopping in January. Okay, it's a little bit of save the planet thinking behind it. And anyway, so we once we realized that we were not going to sway that thinking, you know, um, then the battle was pretty much lost. Now we want to kind of give some kudos here to Brad Ness. He's been one city council member who's been uh, a staunch supporter of what we're uh, objecting to here and what could be a better solution. So. The other thing I think we really need, we're trying to point out in our and what we're doing right now is we realize that in studying this thing, see, this street has only 1,200 cars per day. And there's no rational justification for this, I'm going to call it an exotic bikeway, okay? Uh, general state and federal guidelines for bikeways suggest this, what they're planning to do isn't required until traffic reaches about 6,500 cars per day. So uh, we feel that this bikeway isn't justified financially 
And then the reality is is that to implement this unjustified bikeway requires the total reconstruction of these streets. And that's, in our estimation, is going to cost at least a half a million dollars more than would be required to service this bikeway. We talked the last time we hear about we have a great alternative in terms of running this bikeway through um, Hidden Valley Park, which has the same beginning and ending places. But we have just made no progress in the city giving that any consideration. So we've got the issue. We've got a city council that isn't listening to its constituents. We've got a bad bikeway uh, plan here. And we're talking with other residents in neighborhoods such as Roosevelt, uh, Maple Street, there has been petitions by all these these neighborhoods trying to halt this bikeway strategy, and they have been totally ignored by the city. Okay, so we got an issue with the city not listening to its constituents. We've got excess spending on bikeways, and and we're just so frustrated. We said, how do we how do we change this? And I think uh, there's been letters to the editor. We've seen some other community people talking about this. There's this. There's the bikeway zealots, and there's the rational people. We think we're the rational people. The uh, Let's talk about the uh, rever- reverse referendum, the petition that you're sending yeah. around. From legal standpoints, what, what what are the mechanisms you have to go through to turn this around? Uh, first of all, when they uh, uh, approved the project, they, went, they voted 5 to 2 to approve the project. Then they have a, an additional resolution to uh, get the funding to do the bonding for the project. When they announced that, there's an, uh, they announced, they have to announce, and they did, that um, we have a 30-day period that we could do a quote-unquote reverse referendum with uh, petitions, a petition signed by at least 5% of the number of people that voted for in the last citywide election. So, um, so we have started that petition process, mm-hmm. and the idea that bothered me was that the uh, the vote for the funding was six to one, and we just don't. I just don't feel like in the in the neighborhood and the people that I talk to, that that ratio matches the people that I talk with about this bike project. Uh, yesterday, I was out knocking on doors. I, I knocked on 40 doors. I found 30 people home, and 25 people signed the petition. That's more like 80, 90 percent that are opposed to this, rather than 90 percent in favor of. Mm-hmm. That the percentage is what bothers me. Do you have? Uh, is it? Uh, what does a pet- petition look like? I mean, do you have just a sheet with a bunch of people's name signature on it do they do it online how do you sign that petition uh we we had to follow the guidelines uh by the in the charter and in the Mm -hmm. state statutes that we have to start off with the uh the actual uh, copy of the actual resolution that was passed and then uh we have a, a brief description of the history of what has taken place that what brought us to this point and then we have a place for signatures. Uh, so we're um, individually taking those petitions and going and getting signatures on them. 
Uh, once again, uh, joining us right now are, are Todd Sender and Gary Frecking. Uh, we're uh, talking about a reverse referendum petition that they are uh, uh, circulating around town. You'd mentioned there needs to be at least 5%. Do we know how many voters voted last, uh, in the last election? We do. Just shy of 10,000. So you're looking at 500. 500 acceptable uh, petition signatures. Mm-hmm. So we're targeting 600. There may be people who say they were registered voters but maybe they haven't voted since 1990 and it's really expired. Mm-hmm. So we know that, that will, they will go through that and some of these will be thrown out. So we're targeting 600. Okay. And we've been at this for about four days, Gary, right? Yeah. yeah. And our best guess is chatting with Gary before we came on air here. We think we're probably at around 200. Okay. So um, we're going to continue the campaign. We've got 30 workers out there gathering signatures. So... Uh, we've set up a phone line. Uh, we've, obviously, we have a, uh, a flyer where it describes what we're trying to accomplish here mm-hmm. in the background of it and uh, a phone number that people can call if they decide they might be interested in signing this petition. And that number is 507-497-5225. And uh, so if somebody wants to text or call that number and is interested in uh, uh, joining our action here we'd really be uh, appreciate that An additional thing we've got planned is to have a presence at bridge square the next two saturdays to uh hopefully we have good weather <laughs> might want to bring an umbrella but at least I'm it's starting to, be to look like that, that on saturday snow. so a little worried about that but um but anyway the big right. thing here is we want to plan only safe and fiscal sensible bikeways in this town mm-hmm. and rein in some of this unjustified spending so All right. Well, folks, you can look for that. Uh, Once again, uh, that phone number, we're going to post this on our website as well with the uh, interview. Uh, Gentlemen, we're out of time. Wish you the best of luck. Thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having us, Jeff. We appreciate it. That is, uh, once again, Gary Frecking and Todd Zender with uh, uh, the uh, reverse referendum petition that's going around. And you can check out our website for more information on that. (laughs) 